0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You, you feel this, this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent
1: phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Prank <laughs> caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packernet After Dark. It is way after dark. Late game, gotta love it. But uh, we have obviously lots and lots and lots of calls, which is great. We're getting uh, re-upped here. I don't see any um, new callers. So I'm just going to get started right out of the gate. I don't want to make... this is going to be a shortened episode of Decide is what we're going to do. So try to keep it to about 30 minutes. Uh, Let's... what do we want to start with? I don't want to go back too far. Obviously, we want to kind of talk about the game. So I am going to... I'll try to remember to go back to those other calls, but it's going to be hard to remember which calls they were. Um, So if I ended up just skipping your call, I apologize. But let's start with um, calls from today. We'll start with Corey. Called at 11 this morning.
0: Hey, Ryan. It's uh, Corey from... Connecticut, the, the barren wasteland that is Connecticut. But anyway, right. um, the whole Bench Rogers, play love, don't Bench Rogers situation that everybody's probably discussing post this game, which I would assume we just barely lost.
1: Good call. Um,
0: and if we didn't, that's that's great. But anyway, um, I think, quite honestly, I wouldn't want Jordan Love to play with this situation because... I don't think you're going to get a very good look at who he truly is as a quarterback. And quite honestly, I think it's more beneficial because I don't think Rodgers is going to leave. Uh, This can't be his last season, or he's not a true competitor. It wouldn't make any sense. Um, I could see us starting him the rest of the year and getting some good chemistry going with Romeo and Christian. I think that's way more beneficial than starting Jordan Love. Um, I'd love to see us just... Just continue to build that chemistry. I mean, if we're going to actually be a good team next year, Rodgers is actually going to be the quarterback for a year or two more. The most important thing would be for all those three to get on the same page. Not to see Jordan Love, which I think at this point internally they probably know exactly who he is. Um, not saying what that is, but yeah, that's that's really my take. I, I think we should just continue to start Rodgers if he's truly healthy enough, and the thumb isn't. Uh, worse than whatever Ian Rappaport or Schefter's decided to say it was this morning. So, go back. Talk to you later.
1: Yeah, um, so, lo and behold, Rogers did end up not, not getting benched, but he went out. Um, circumstances of that are unknown to me at this time. They were talking something about a rib injury. I don't know too much about um, that at this point. Obviously, tons of news is coming in. Fast and Furious, people are going to be taking to the podium soon, but I don't have any of that info. Uh, Tomorrow's episode, maybe, because I'll try to accumulate that stuff before we talk, uh, because I have to do that immediately after this. But anyways, um, love came in, and here's the thing. I I understand what you're saying about, you know, look, we, we know Rogers is the guy, and love is probably pretty trash, and they know that, and so it's kind of time to move on, whatever. I don't want to overreact, but he did everything you could ever ask him to do. I understand that, that there's nitpicking that you can do with the situation. Uh, the Passes weren't where they were supposed to be. He should have run, maybe. I don't know. I, I need to see the other angles to know. Remember that with Rodgers that one time when everybody's screaming, you idiot, you could have ran for a touchdown, and he very clearly could not have. And to this day, people dog him for that. If he'd have run, he'd have got a touchdown, and he absolutely would not have. But but here, here's the thing for me with the Jordan Love thing. My assumption is very similar to what Corey's saying here. I thought for sure he was going to come in and get eviscerated. For sure. I mean, it's, it's a terrible situation. In my mind, they're, they're, they know Jordan Love is not very acclimated to anything, He hasn't done anything, but he has to cut it loose and throw. And so what are you going to do? You're going to do the exact same thing the Chiefs did. You're going to bring six, seven guys on a pressure every single time. You're going to get pressure in his face. And you're going to, you know, try to make him throw under pressure, which now that I'm thinking about it is maybe why we spread so many guys out. I'm guessing it's hard to bring so much extra pressure when you got five wide receivers. I don't know. Um, but my expectation was he was going to come out. It wasn't going to look good. And the narrative was going to be, he's a bum. Ha ha, you Rogers haters. You all wanted love. You got him. Now what? You guys are stupid. Blah, blah, blah. I thought for sure that we were going to have to put up with that for an entire week, month, year, however long. He looked good. And again, the, 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 the minor details could easily be chalked up to the guy has not played in a year and has not been the number one quarterback ever. So he's not getting number one quarterback reps or anything like that. He hasn't been the one getting in work with Christian Watson and, and the rest of the guys. And he comes in cold in the fourth quarter down what 14 points? Do you remember um when would this have been? 2017 when Rodgers got hurt? Do you remember when he came back at the end of the year and just played like absolute garbage? It was it was so bad when he came back. And it was, I think it was the last game of the year against Detroit or something, and we just got absolutely eviscerated. And I think they ended up pulling Rodgers out of that game. And it's like, well, yeah, the guy hasn't played all year, and, and we thought he could just come back cold and, and just be right on track and right in rhythm and same old Rodgers as if he's been playing this whole time. And he could not. Yeah, so I, I went and found it just for fun. December 23rd, 2017. I'm sorry, I'm taking up all the time of the callers. I'll, I'll be quiet after this. should save this for tomorrow's pod. Sorry about the mic being stupid, my... uh My computer rebooted, so all my settings are jacked up. Hopefully the mic sounds a little better now. Uh, Anyways, so it wasn't the final game of the season. I found it. It was in 2017. Um, Aaron Rodgers had been out since week six. And then week 15 against Carolina, we're like, all right, let's do this. So the week prior, by the way um was the Cleveland Browns and we won in overtime. We won two games in a row in overtime. Tampa Bay we beat in overtime, Cleveland Browns we beat in overtime. That's with Brett Hundley. Aaron Rodgers comes back. All right, we're ready to rock and roll. Our hero is back. Um we're what? 7 and 6 or something like that. And um Green Bay Packers against Carolina Panthers, right? It's going to be ready to rock and roll. Aaron Rodgers comes in, he's 26 of 45 for 290 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. Now, 290 and three touchdowns is not the worst thing in the world, but uh, the completion percentage of 57% and the three interceptions, which doubled his picks for the entire year that year. In fact, in 2018, he had two interceptions. In uh, 2021, he had four interceptions. So three interceptions in one game is pretty wild. The point is... Considering the bar should have been set extremely low for Jordan Love, I think he did a good job. Now, very small sample size. It was a handful of decent throws, and it's entirely possible we see him for the rest of the year, and he is mostly just completely garbage, and we're like, oh, nope, never mind. That was that was just a fluke. Eagles just weren't prepared and whatever. I don't know. But I guess what I'm saying ultimately is the conversation surrounding He's garbage. Everybody knows he's garbage. The Packers know he's garbage. It's time to move on. Let's just figure out how, how much longer we can squeeze a couple years out of Aaron Rodgers. Let's at least pause that conversation for, for a little bit.
0: Hey,
2: Ryan. Hey. What's up, man? What's going Joe, on? Joe, the janitor. Hey, Joe. Connecticut. Okay, okay. Hey. How you been?
1: Connecticut in the house today. I'm good. Anyway.
2: Sorry. Uh, great. How are you? Was busy lately, but I wanted to touch on Aaron Rodgers' finger. I'm pretty sure everyone else is too. Yeah, but um, but I, my question is, how much um, did this affect his play? Like, what were his stats compared to before Week Five when he broke his finger? To now, between now, because I mean, I don't think he was playing very good uh, before he broke his finger. But um, I really don't have time to look this up and see what the difference is. Um, but yeah, that's the question. Because I know, um, man, uh, a couple weeks ago, I jammed my little finger pretty damn good. I forget what I was doing. But um, when it came to my janitorial duties, it really affected the way that I um, that I held the broom and the mop, especially. You know, when you go to squeegee, the mop down, you get all the water out. Oh, man, that really hurt. Um, so... The fact that Aaron Rodgers has, um, torn ligaments and bone pulled from his finger or whatever the description said. I don't really want to even think about it. And he's still playing. Uh, it's pretty, pretty crazy. But, um, like I said, I don't know that he was playing very good before he broke his finger. Let us know. Joe's Janitor, uh, biggest fan. Shalom.
1: Shalom. All right, let's do this very quickly because, again, I want to kind of fly through. Mr. Potato Head, I appreciate all the calls, by the way. I'm just scrolling through, and just about every other call is Mr. Potato Head. Uh, also, we have a new caller we got to get to. So um, let's say weeks one, two, three, and four. Hope I'm doing that right. I think he hurt his And week five, or I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. This is what we're doing. So um, prior to the injury... 60, let's let let's do adjusted completion percentage, start with that. Prior to his injured thumb, 78% after 74.5, so very similar. Um, yards per attempt was 7.2, it's down to 6.4, I guess still relatively similar. Um, touchdowns, let's see, weeks one through four, six touchdowns, three interceptions. Ever since, 13 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, certainly a better ratio. Big time throws. He was at six point one percent. That's down to five point six percent. Again, pretty similar. Uh, Turnover worthy plays two point eight percent. It actually got better. It's two point one percent. His passer rating was a ninety five point six. It's at an eighty nine right now. So again, I mean, it, it's it's worse, but it's so so very similar. And the touchdown to interception ratio is not even really super close. So I'll let you draw your own conclusions. Alright, new caller, let's do this.
3: Yo, Ryan, I just watched the game. Hey. Uh I just gotta say the offense looks like they were awesome tonight. Pretty Defense, good. Yo. What is up? We need to get rid of Joe Barry. Yo. That's uh, yikes. but I I I trust.
1: So I'm going to call you it's back. all right. I, uh, I bleeped it out, kind of. All right, let's do that again.
3: Yo, Ryan, it's uh, Ziggy from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What's up? Uh, Man, just got done watching that game. Yeah, looks like a little bit of a shootout there. Feel like we could have won this one. If the-
1: to be fair, and I don't know how many other podcasts you listen to that said that this could be a shootout, but I know this one said that. Just saying. Defense
3: would have held up their end. A little too bad. Uh, nobody could. But yeah, I think we've got a little spark on offense for next season. Um, yeah. Obviously, we need to get rid of Joe Barry. I believe he is the problem, as most fans do. Uh if you think differently that the offense can just kind of keep it going 30 points a game and if the defense can hold up their end of the bargain next season you think we can run it back or do you think you know we saw some good things from Jordan Love tonight Yeah, I don't know if I really trust the whole package I'd rather roll it out with Rogers Rodgers for next however long we've got him Either way, uh, let me know what you think,
1: Ryan. Uh, have a good night. Thank you. Yeah, so the offense definitely does look good, and, and, and it's I, I'm going to stick with what I had said, and that is it depends on the opponent we're facing. Right? We score 31 against Dallas. Dallas has a terrible run defense. We score 17 against Tennessee with a great run defense. I said Philadelphia I feel better about than I did against Tennessee. Why? Because they suck against the run. We were able to run the uh, the ball effectively. That opens up the pass. The offense looks great. However, our defense sucks. Hence the shootout. So what do I expect against Chicago? Very similar. Win-lose, I don't know. I don't know if we beat Chicago. Uh, that also depends if if Rodgers plays, because, you know, again, I'm not dog in love. I'm just saying I, 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 I've seen the offense work with Rodgers. I don't know for sure that love isn't going to completely tank it. Maybe it's going to be better. I don't know. Um... But Chicago does not have a good run defense. They rank 25th. So we should be able to run the ball effectively. We should be able to pass against their defense as a result, or probably regardless of that, because they just have a pretty bad defense right now. Um, But again, that's going to vary week to week. But yeah, Joe Barry is a problem. And... um. Again, it, it really just doesn't even matter. You, you look at, for example, Jair. Well, how do you blame Joe Barry on that play? Jair's just sitting there waiting for the ball to come to him and not doing anything about that player coming to get the ball right in front of him. How is that Joe Barry's fault? The guy's not doing his job. At the end of the day, I, uh, y- your, your guys just look they look inept. And it's hard to blame a coach for that, but but how does everybody just forget how to play football? Bottom line is you are responsible for the defense, and the defense sucks. It is so bad. I, I am so tired of hearing how many times teams and players have broken records against this defense. It's happened at least five times this season, guaranteed. I don't know how many times I've said this is the most or second most a team has scored all season against the Green Bay Packers. It's getting old, folks. All right, ah, uh, geez. All right, let's do one more and then a break.
4: Hey, bro, how's it going? Hey, hope you're doing good. Game hasn't kicked off yet, but I just kind of started thinking about something. Um, there's a great Jennings going into the Ring of Honor. I don't know. It's just kind of caught me. It's kind of weird. I mean, he was great when he's here, but as soon as he left, all he did was talk crap about the team. So. was kind of weird to put somebody like that in your ring of honor, you know, and I know half of what he's upset about was uh, I believe I heard that he was upset that he didn't get paid by Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers did go up to management and say that they had to keep them and stuff like that. And now we know that he's never had that ability. So I don't know. I kind of rather see somebody like Jordy that left and go up on the ring of honor that, you know, left respectfully, just went to another team, never said nothing, just said he left Green Bay and left the team. So I think he should be up on the ring of honor instead. I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me that that's how it played out. Batten, I named my daughter Jordy after Jordy Nelson. So, I mean, why not? Anyways, uh, have a good one. Hope the game goes well. Hope we win. If not, is what it is. And, uh, I did buy a 12-pack, but I don't think I'll drink the whole 12
1: tonight. I think you did. Today,
4: so. A little more tired than anything. Anyways, have a good one. See
1: you. The next uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, if you include this calls. Out of 9 calls, 8 of them, uh, maybe 9 out of 10, because I think that one is included, are all uh, Mr. Potato Head. But I think a lot of them are just uh, calling in with updates on things that happened in the game. I personally, as far as the whole Jennings things go, I, I get that fans don't really like him. I think he belongs, though. I, I just, I know what he contributed on the field, and that's what I care about. I don't want to get into this whole morality police thing. I really think that's a bad path to go down. You know, you need to shut your mouth and, and respect this organization and or respect all the players, or, or else we're going to withhold something that you earned. Because that can turn into a lot of different things things that you say, things that you do. And it becomes kind of a slippery slope in terms of where do we stop that? Because we know full well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you're talking about right now a guy that just kind of disrespected Aaron Rodgers. So if, if we can draw a line there and say that is disqualifying you from it, there's a lot of things that we can hold guys out for. So he earned it on the field. He, you know, helped us bring a Super Bowl to Green Bay. He was a phenomenal wide receiver who brought us many great memories and uh, he's earned his spot. Don't have to like him as a person, but he's, he earned that uh, as a player, is my opinion. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll, uh, we'll keep it rocking here. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. about seeing what you could potentially get right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arena club.com slash pack Wow. That's crazy offer 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arena club.com slash pack for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. All right, so, again, just because everybody wants to hear about stuff from the game, I'm going to skip the next couple calls um, and get us into the actual game a little bit here.
4: All right, dude. I know I said I wasn't going to call you a whole bunch, but seriously, we're at the goal line, and we're playing with a 2-4-5 defense. Really? I mean, that's, that's Joe Barry. He's the one calling it in.
1: You know, uh Coach Hawn had, had made a, a comment on that on that fourth down stop that we had, which wasn't really much of a stop. They fumbled and messed up, but he had made a comment that we only have two defensive linemen on the field, which is really unusual in that situation. And I didn't even notice it, but now you're calling on a on a different situation on the goal line and saying the same thing. So again, that with with the whole Joe Barry thing, some of it's not his fault, but even the stuff that's not directly his fault, I think, is indirectly. And that doesn't even include the amount of issues with the actual calls that are going into the field.
4: It's not like people are making mistakes. We're playing a rushing rushing team, and we're in a 2-4-5 all the way down the field. I mean, come on. Good Lord. At least Savage went out. I'm not saying I'm happy anyone got hurt, but now we can actually see if the back end plays better without him. Anyway, okay, I'm not calling again. Unless somebody makes a big play, I'll just call
1: and <laughs> nah, yell their name. Not calling but, again. I skipped two calls, and the next one, two, three, four, five calls are all from, from you. Uh, here's a quick one.
4: Quadzilla! Yeah, you might end up getting 12 calls from me. Yeah. Bye, bro. Right.
1: It's all good. Randall
4: Cobb! <laughs> and seriously, how cool was that that uh, Watson was actually, Christian Watson was actually in, in a big hit, and he was the one that didn't get hurt. Right. I mean, Hey, progress is progress, right?
1: All right, later. Well, he didn't get hurt, and he held onto the ball, and he got a, you know, they called a penalty for hitting Watson. So that is, in my opinion, uh, progress. Let's see what other updates we got from Mr. Potato Head.
4: Clay Walker! I think that uh, jersey is going to sell pretty well for you guys now. Hopefully more people start donating to uh, the church. Anyway, very your your dad's uh, not church. Well, I don't know. You know i from Idaho. I don't exactly know how you guys do things
1: down there. Anyway, <laughs> Quay Walker. I thought Quay uh, had a little bit of a rough day. The whole defense couldn't tackle to save their lives, and Quay was uh, a big part of that. So uh, Apparently he made a big play, though. you got to think about that, Mr. Potato Head. This isn't a live call-in show. So when you yell Quay Walker, we have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Sometimes we do, right, because it's a big play. But Quay Walker, I I don't know, man. You made a tackle somewhere on the play.
4: Aaron Jones. Actually, you tell me you want me to stop doing this. But uh, <laughs> honestly, I think that uh, what they call for a blocking, uh, it it looked like seriously – it was. It was honestly. It was a classic pancake block, and they called it Elton Jenkins. It, but, oh shit! He just missed the extra point. Really? <laughs> we both missed extra points. Anyway, later. I'll keep doing it. Yeah, the
1: Elton Jenkins. They, I. I. You know. I don't like complaining about the refs, but I'm going to complain about the refs because it's annoying. I, I'm not saying that's why we lost the game. I am saying that there were a lot of really bad calls, and there were certainly more against us than against Philly. Um, Missed calls, bad calls, even uh, the pass to Randall Cobb at the end of the game to potentially win the game. He got there early, right? You know, the, The pass maybe should have been a little further out in front or whatever, but it doesn't matter. He contacted Randall Cobb before the ball got there. That should have been a penalty. It should have been a first down. And goal to go from very short, <laughs> not not very far out. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was a bit annoying. I will say that. I mean, and and that's true of every game. It's just the refs get to be so annoying, and they just seem to keep being worse.
4: Four seven.
1: I, I Honestly, don't know the guy's name.
4: <laughs> he just came there like this week, so. Uh... Holland or Holland or something. I don't know. Anyway,
1: great job. Yeah, Man. I just got done talking about how the guy has like one sack in his career, and he comes in and makes like two big plays, including having a having a sack on the game. I, I started when they started talking about his speed, which I don't know if they're just saying that because he made a play and he actually doesn't have any. Um, I kind of wondered what the odds were that that had a very specific purpose, and that is mobile quarterbacks not necessarily just for this game, but you look at the way that the NFL is going, right? Um, it is actually kind of interesting if if that is the case, that mobile quarterbacks are kind of the wave of the future. How much more do you want to – let's just forget the talent level. Let's pretend the talent level is the same. How much more do you want to get back to the Hollins, the Fackrell, the the uh, Clay Matthews, and get away from the Preston Smith – um, 280 pound edge rusher types i mean you still want to hold the edge and compress the pocket and everything else but um watching preston try to track down these quarterbacks and while they're jogging to get away it wouldn't be the worst thing to have a little bit more speed to be able to track these guys down once in a while just just a random thought i guess
2: yeah, this is Chris from Alabama, man. Then uh, up here, watch the end of the second half, man. Uh, Rasul gave
1: one up though, but uh, overall, man, Rasul had a real rough day.
2: And I'm actually pleased. I'm actually pleased. Twenty-seven twenty, we get the ball. Start the second half. We actually in good shape. Offense, amazing mistakes, but bounced back and fought back. And the defense, amazing mistakes and, and fought back. Uh-uh. I'm seeing a lot of fight. I'm seeing a lot of will. Uh-uh. I'm satisfied. We just got to keep it up in the second half. Run the ball. Set up that set up that over the top pad to nine, man. I can see that coming, man. All we gotta do is keep running the ball defense like we've been doing in the first half, and, and that's gonna come. But yeah, I'm just I'm just sitting up here I like what I'm seeing right now, and hopefully in the second half we can go ahead and put this together and go ahead and come out with this win, man. Go pack, no.
1: Yeah, I will say I'm um, after the way we started with the offense falling flat, the defense falling flat, and special teams kind of coming up crappy um, in their first attempts. Um, they they did battle back. Now the defense fell apart by the second half. They they you know they they collapsed, fought back for a second, and then they're like, "No, this is too hard," and gave up. But the offense, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm stunned. It wasn't forty to ten. I thought for sure the game was, when I saw them coming out flat like that, you just don't usually see the Green Bay Packers bounce back when they play like that. And that goes back to 2018, 2017 uh, and beyond. There's just something about the culture of the team that they collapse in, but they didn't. And especially the offense. And and of course you got Keisha Nixon, who is, geez. I mean, again, you you could see it the first time he returned to kicker. It's like, oh wow, he actually looks competent and impressive, but I never in a million years thought he'd be doing what he's doing right now it's it's really really impressive so uh special teams i thought really fought back offense i thought really fought back ran the ball well threw the ball well um rogers and love i thought played really well with you know minor issues here and there the the interception i thought was terrible um people have brought up how he was baited into it i don't i don't see how that even means anything the safety's sitting there staring at him you don't have to bait him it's just, he's standing there and then when you threw it he ran forward to go get the ball um i i i, I mean i guess like he, he was he dropped back just so that he would trick you and then he ran forward. he didn't trick you he dropped back and is staring at you and then you threw it right at his face and he ran and got it it's not like a, a huge trick <laughs> you could you see it from like the camera angle right behind aaron Rodgers, and he's just standing there staring right at him so i you know. Again, I thought he had a good day. I'm not cutting Aaron Rodgers any slack on that play. That was trash. But otherwise, Rodgers bounced back, the offensive line bounced back, the running backs played hard, the wide receivers kept playing. And and, you know, I, I I'm going to sound like sound like a Bears fan here, but there is reason for optimism for the future. We know the upward potential of the defense. No, I'm not talking about top 3. I'm 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 going to give up that dream. But how about we just get back to what we were? <laughs> you know, back when we were mishandled by Petten, you know, find some other bad defensive coordinator that can at least get us back to average. Then you look at the offense; it's actually scoring some serious points. I mean, we got to figure out how to how to play against teams with with really good run defenses and everything. Probably is going to have to do with maybe getting that one more stud wide receiver on the team or that that reliable guy like Devontae that you can just kind of create some problems. But you can see how. There is a pretty clear path, and unlike the Chicago Bears, we don't have to rebuild every single position. We have the players. maybe got to add one or two things here or there, but it's it's largely a fire Joe Barry, and uh, hopefully this offense just keeps cooking because right now this is actually a pretty good offense in a year in which teams very rarely score thirty points, we've done it twice in three weeks.
4: Brian, it's Jimmy. Uh, it is halftime, as I'm sure you know, and I'm sure you're getting like a barrage of calls right now, yeah. one after the other. So I'm going to add my take to uh, to the halftime call. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty good. I don't know how, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the second half, but it's been a fun first half. It's fun to see this running game like being physical. And there's been some dumb things that have happened, you know, the first interception, off the helmet. Um, and and even the second one seemed like just a weird, not not like dumb. I mean, that was a Rogers thing, I guess. You didn't see him or whatever. But, but, you know, like always, if you take a couple plays away, it's a totally different game. But, whatever, feeling pretty good about this team right now, at least the way they're playing at this moment. Um, and is it adding to the enjoyment uh, I am having this season? all I can really ask. So, go, Paco.
1: Yeah, again, and I don't know what everybody's opinion was by the end of it, but I can't imagine it changed all that much other than anger at the defense. But um, I said a half hour. I'm going to keep it at that because at this point, it's almost not even worth posting tonight. So I want to be able to get something up sometime tonight before it gets too crazy late. And I also, again, so happy to give the podcast. So you guys have a great night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.